welcome to episode 245. Is it 245, Paul? My goodness, man. Okay, I guess you can't be wrong. <laughs> We're calling it Five of the Best, but that title, I don't think, gives it quite enough gas. Uh... This is a return to old school G.I. Joburg form, where we would just come up with random top five lists and unveil them on the show and discuss them, and that was the podcast. So, I am delighted to uh, have this blast from the past old school style G.I. Joburg topic to talk about, because guess what? We don't really have any serious earth-shattering news to get into, or anything like that, for instance. So, I'm happy. I'm also Steve. <laughs> if you were wondering, by the way, there are two other fellas that join me on these weekly adventures. They're called Paul. That is me. I am the Paul. And Rob. Hey there, guys. Welcome, welcome. Hmm. Yeah, man. And another week has passed. Obviously, what's up, guys? What's what's going on? Ooh. Um. Well. <laughs> Uh, thankfully, nothing too crazy in the world, like, uh, on our side of things. It's been pretty, like, great. <laughs> um, been having a chance to play with my toys, which has been nice. Uh, you know, actually really getting into some of my, um, what you call it, into some of my classified figures and into my Motu stuff that I purchased recently. So that's been quite cool for me. And caught one or two interesting tv series that i'm looking i'm hoping that we can chat about in this episode but otherwise all good and you guys things are going good in cape town i think uh the weather's slowly getting cooler which i'm exceptionally exceptionally happy about uh it's so nice to be able to go outside and not be like drenched in sweat <laughs> uh otherwise yeah things are things are going good i think i'm getting a little bit more sleep which is kind of nice uh Always and a yeah, bonus. I, th I think that, that that's about it. I'm working. I'm working on myself this week. Working on myself. <laughs> and for my part, I am broadcasting from the pool pump room again. Uh, this will be a recurring theme because my parents are here. My family, man, they made the trip to Oz and have met their grandson at long last, and it is delightful. Elliot's really taken to the, the granny and grandpa um big style i mean he he now will kind of reach out for them when he's in my arms and he'll Aww. go from go from family member to family member like that just like oh <laughs> i want you I mean, and i uh, want you that's cool yeah. <laughs> it's, it's gorgeous and it has turned townsville which i suppose always was a bit of a sleepy holiday vacation destination um finally it's taken on that character for me because i have such strong associations with like my parents and december holidays like going up the coast in south africa to whatever holiday town would kind of fall in love with that year um and so every lunchtime is you know a boozy uh sandwich fresh bread greens and some cold meats affair every supper time is a kind of an outdoors cookout or we do something lovely inside. Like it's very, very much like holiday. So I'm, um, yeah, I'm in this perpetual state of bliss. <laughs> and anytime I'm a bit tired, like I can palm Elliot off on one of them. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's how, how nice. you should be living, guys. Like it's a pity, man. Like we really should just all be in one village. 
um, curse this modern world, right? For separating us all. Yeah. Anyway, exactly. that's the kind of the personal news on the toy front. It's been a very big week uh, and we will get into that. But I think it's time to unveil the topic for anyone scratching their heads. We decided to make this top five list all about sub teams because, you know, at GI Joburg, we like to show some, some, some shine to the little guys, the lesser appreciated aspects of GI Joe, perhaps. Uh, sub teams were that kind of love it or hate it uh, innovation, shall we say, where old figures got pushed out again with new decos, sometimes new figures entirely. Sometimes they were all. Uh, hung up on a concept or an action feature or a play feature. So there are a lot of elements that could potentially detract a more, uh, should we say, conservative G.I. Joe fan away from sub-teams. But today we're putting together a five-pack, shall we say, of some of our favorite sub-team members. Uh, the criteria for that, that five-pack is that if you have selected a member of a certain sub-team, that sub-team then becomes uh, off-limits. So if I took a Night Force figure, that's the only Night Force figure I'm allowed to have on my team. Uh, similarly, no duplicates. You can't have Tiger Force Flint and then have... Uh, what? Ikora's Flint. That one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm sure Flint was on other sub-teams, to be honest, but those are the two that bubble to my memory right now. Um, you can't have Slaughter's Marauder's Mutton Junkyard and then have DEF Mutton Junkyard. Stuff like that. So with those criteria in mind, get your creative wheels turning, Joe Burgers. Uh, give us your lists. Uh, we've already got some responses from the Berg Force who, are happen who happen to be live with us in the chats. Hello, Berg Force. Uh, leading the charge is Mark van Leeuwen. He was here an hour early because of daylight savings coming to an end in the Netherlands. But his list is Mission Brazil Claymore, nice, a unique character. BF2K Dodger, the best of the bunch. Night Force Crazy Legs, also a deco that saved, saved that character. Tiger Force Sky Striker, mm -hmm. you gotta have a pilot and why not make it a unique one. And Sky Patrol Static Line, awesome. Seems you've got vehicle experts, you've got Air Force guys. Um, I think this the theme that I see is like people jumping out of planes. What with crazy legs and static line, Sky Striker drives the plane. Claymore and Dodger, I guess, are on the ground already. Or maybe they also suit up and put on a parachute. Team jumpers. <laughs> yeah, nice. So keep them coming, guys. If anyone else has a, a, a list they'd like to put forward, we'll have it. I think I've got one from Tim Wilde, actually. It came mm. to me hot and fresh in my my, my DMs this morning. Um, if I'm playing the game correctly, Ultimate Infiltration Team. Nice. Always added a, a unique criteria to his. Ninja Force, Snake Eyes. Slaughter's Marauders, Mercer. Night Force, Tunnel Rat. DEF, Shockwave. And Crimson God, <laughs> which is Agent Faces. He says he's cheating on that one, perhaps. And if he can't use yeah. Agent Faces, then Tiger Force Jinx. Great stuff, mm. man. That is a sneaky to the max kind of team if I ever saw one. Battle Cat Jinx. <laughs> <laughs> Always fun. 
I want to be careful here with spoilers, obviously, but did any of you well, guys perhaps uh, consider Battle Core to be a sub team? <gasps> Interesting. Oh, we're going to see a return of <laughs> Gone Fishing Bazooka again. <laughs> He's got to be on every team. Every team means it's a fisherman. Every team. Paul, uh, look. <laughs> what is your obsession with this character? <laughs> Yeah, you need therapy, dude. An argument can be made for Battlecore being a sub team, but I think Battlecore, you know, in an era where sub teams just dominated, where everyone was on a sub team, like Battlecore was the the name they just dubbed the mainline. Yeah, it, it yeah, feels like that, that was more. my thinking, which is why I mean I actually avoided every one of them, you know. Um, like and, what was the one? What was their feature? Uh, that they had spring-loaded weapons and came with a battle stand? I mean, eh? Their feature was that they were for sale. <laughs> and their current <laughs> feature is that they're cheaper. <laughs> so, oh, were they no. priced differently to sub-team members? No, I think they're just cheaper now because, you know, they're 90s figures. So <laughs> oh, you mean the like secondary whatever. market. So you were thinking, don't like, have, like, people are going to be able to make these sub-teams that I came up with. And they don't have like mm-hmm. stupidly, um, you, well, when I say stupidly, uh, more like they don't have unique accessories. So it's pretty easy to pick them up just loose, you know. Uh, you don't have to hunt uh, like a specific machine gun because you most likely have it in your collection somewhere already. So, uh, it's true, so it's true, it's true. I, I suppose that's their, their special feature is that they, they're cheap force. <laughs> so, okay, so Paul, Paul's hoping people will build these teams and, and you'll see cool dyers of them. I'm I'm excited to see. I mean, guys, I, I'm not gonna lie. There was a part of me that wrestled with making my own sub team out of the battle core. You know, uh, just like la- lazy, <laughs> lazy Springfield infiltration force, which did definitely include uh, old um, fisherman bazooka because <laughs> I, I, I really am on that thing, and I can't afford therapy, so I'm gonna be stuck on that one for a while. Um, but yeah, so, well, okay, Paul, so where, basically, where's, better... where's your wheel where? of of names? Because <laughs> it's it's always a case of like who goes first, like Ooh. who steps onto the dance floor mm. first, like who's gonna break the ice. Let me let me get the wheel of names out. Let me let me get the wheel of names. While he gets the wheel of names out, little bit of new GI Joe news. Has anyone cast their peepers on? the 3016 scale collective roadblock yeah is that I'm the same that series that, that uh, Destro came from the, those ones we saw a little while ago no that's mezco this would be oh. a 12 inch figure so it's kind Ooh. of like the sideshow except he's got oh it's the same as the the, the storm shadow that we saw once upon a time the one who awkwardly can't like get into a good bow drawing <laughs> position, you know? Yeah. Can can this roadblock awkwardly hold his Mardus? Well, yes, because it's a long beast of a weapon, and you don't have to kind of really hitch your arm in. I mean, they've got him in some some firing poses. If I can find him in my pictures, it all seems very small. The screen is very far away from my face. Uh, anyway, I had some firing poses. Yeah, he, he, he looks good with the Mardus. He looks good with that pistol. Um, 
I have been conditioned by G.I. Joe to not like it when right-handed figures have holsters on the left. I do not approve of... Oh, I saw you... you Roadblock, you, you who is canonically... Yeah, no, it was on the Full Force uh, Facebook group. Um, he had just done the news burst and he put up some pictures and I said, like, does it bother anyone else that Roadblock holsters his pistol on the left? Because, like, you cannot get a more canonically right-handed character than Roadblock. Like, any artwork he's depicted holding Marduce, yeah, he's right-handed. Defs. He's supporting Can it with I his share... left. Share some this insights. is well, great, though. I would like to to put in, uh, to share some insight there. What makes sense to me is that because he's right-handed and he uses that big, bad machine gun, you know, which he can dual-wield, I suppose, um, it makes a lot of sense that when that's gone out of ammo, it's easier for him to quickly draw from his left side to use the um, like a hand or a pistol as a personal defense weapon. I don't, I don't see know, it man. as like... He's probably personally defending see... himself really badly, though, if, he, I mean, if he's <laughs> aiming at his left hand. Yeah, and uh... Paul, think of the mechanics of it. Like, you're holding something super, super heavy. You're cradling it with your left. So your left is supporting the weight. Your right mm. is on the trigger. Which hand can you remove safely from the weapon without it falling to the floor? It's you the can right. remove your right hand. It's the right, yeah, exactly. Because you support it with the, with the left. You bring your right hand out. You, you start gunning down. Guys are like right in your face. Yeah, guys, I mean, don't get me wrong. That was like literally the only answer I could think of. You know? <laughs> well, uh, trying, trying, to, one. trying to save this figure. No, I've, I've, it's a good explanation, Paul. It's, sadly, I've just preempted it um, because I think about this way too much. And the reason I think about this way too much is bloody 25th anniversary Snake Eyes. He holstered uh. on the left, which is okay. He's a commando. He can probably be ambidextrous. He's got his Uzi in the one hand. He can draw a pistol in the, the other. No problem. But the problem came from the fact that the 25th anniversary reused that body and that web gear so much you almost had an entire og 13 team all wielding their sidearms on the left all thanks to the choice they made for snake eyes it happened with stalker it happened with hawk i'm sure it happened with a number of others so now 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 i'm cursed i'm cursed to always <laughs> notice this point and be bugged by it but yeah very nice uh job three zero that is a beautiful figure the, it the is specs really, really nice and it's cool really they went, tied together they went with this color scheme for him as well you know as opposed mm, to his original two. look it feels oh, more I'm... like it's it's uniquely a gi joe than it is just a, a heavy gun toting soldier figure yeah well, Classified kind of pushed it towards this look as well. And that just says to me that canonically, it's more accepted that this is Roadblock's main look. The gray mm. pants, the green body armor with the uh, red shoulder pad. It also, and the white undershirt. Uh, yeah. For my, uh, to me, um, it makes it more, uh, like, especially when we're talking about the 3-0 figure, it makes it more appealing to me because uh, not that I'm going to buy this, but I just look at this and I go, okay, he's got a lot more gear and a lot more finger food. It's a lot more interesting as a toy that's going to cost $150. <laughs> <Finger> <laughs> 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 
That's what they call it, dude. When there's lots oh, of interesting man. stuff on a toy. But, uh, well, that's the term that's thrown around. But it is a more interesting toy in that respect, you know, because uh, I find that this version of him makes him a more interesting toy than him just being pants and a vest, you know, and a helmet, personally. Mm. So, ooh, he comes with his tripod and goggles. I didn't see that. I oh, yeah, dude. You can put him on, if, if, if you can find a uh, one to whatever 12-inch 12, 12 scale, uh, six-scale Humvee, you can pop him on top there, too. Oh, well, I, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, GI yeah. Joe, right? So, good-looking figure, and I'm sure Roadblock fans are doing backflips. Most Joe fans would at least consider it, and certainly, uh, yeah, he's out of my price range. <laughs> yeah, my jollies so. require um, very, very much simpler toys. Hundred and fifty dollars. Honestly, Probably off the top of my head, I fifty hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Paul's got experience in this department. Oh, Storm knows. Shadow and Snake Eyes. Um, Snake Eyes in most places, I think, is 160 to 180 dollars <coughs> for Snake right. Eyes, and Storm Shadow is a little bit more because he has that exposed flesh. So mm. I've seen Snake Eyes for, I mean, Storm Shadow for as much as 190 dollars, which personally I think is a bit expensive. Uh, I think there's <laughs> yeah, a no, line she... that they've crossed <laughs> at the price. Yeah, no, I hear you. Like, I feel like Mezco stuff is kind of safe in the $120, $130 for their offerings. I feel like 3-0 is pushing it. But then again, 3-0 anybody who buys 3-0 stuff knows that they're going to pay around that price. So for 3-0 product, it's pretty standard. It's more expensive than their Power Rangers, though. 3-0 did a line of Power Rangers that went for about $120, memory serves. And they're pretty cool. And if you buy all of them, you can combine their weapons. Ooh. <laughs> so. Oh, how very powerful. <laughs> I like Troy's this. Got the, the best comeback. Uh, Steven, Roadblock is also out of your size range. <laughs> hey, yeah, don't think um, it. Three and three quarter inch committed. So I've got this uh, magical wheel of sub teams ready to, to go. So I'm just going to share it on the stream yay everybody knows the wheel <laughs> we and um Welcome are we back. ready to spin this thing so let's spin this thing spin fantastically fun wheel we it looks like it's gonna oh wow hey uh -oh. robbie's gonna kick us off Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> There's oh, fireworks. Uh, oh. okay rob i'm first what, I'm first. Rob? <laughs> what did you win <laughs> I want the opportunity to talk first. Fantastic. <laughs> so you know I you don't get it often enough. <laughs> you know, no, no one, no one ever asked me to go first, <laughs> especially not Joe Jobrick. <laughs> so I, I went with like I just chose characters that I thought were really, really cool, and uh, and color schemes that I think kind of work together at least, so that they kind of look like their own little sub team. Oh. Which I, I don't know, I, I thought for me, those are cool criteria. It sounded like Matthew Wilde came up with his own criteria for, you know, his type of team that he wanted. So that's kind of like what I went with. Close <laughs> enough, Tim Wilde. Tim Wilde, okay. Who's Matthew Wilde then? <laughs> oh, Matthew Wilde is, is a director. Of... story? Yes, 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 yes. Well, our production so, at least. <laughs> so the leader of my team is Flint from Tiger Force. 
Ah. I think Flint is a fantastic leader, and he's he's got a, a range of abilities that he can bring to you know the battlefield. He's got an awesome shotgun. He's cool under fire, and he's a pilot as well. So if you know in a pinch, he can get you out of uh, dodge real fast. And he's a pretty decent variant, I think, on the on the original figure. Uh, he still looks really cool. He looks awesome, and yeah, I I, I this is a really cool version of Flint, I think, and. Backing Flint up as his uh, heavy gunner and EOD is from the Sonic Fighters Tunnel Rat. Mm. Sonic Ooh, Fighters great. Tunnel Rat is once again, I think, an, an, an incredible version of the character. Um, they just they just got it right again. Like sometimes they just like mess up. I I feel with 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 uh, color variants when they come up with new characters or you know at least re repaint them but like once again he just looks fantastic he looks great and his accessories are, are quite varied as well you can uh, pop that you know giant backpack off and forget it somewhere and he will still have a ton of guns where he, not only is he uh you know disabling explosives but he's making his own explosions too <laughs> as far as giant backpacks concerned his is less offensive than you might think because tunnelite always did come with a giant backpack yeah well he yeah. definitely does need it i mean and, and especially to carry all of the the explosives that he's going to be firing at you and i, I thought love it was a good choice him... <laughs> mm -hmm. i love that for this they also gave him like uh i want to say it's his original machine gun but mm -hmm. for the life of me i uh which is great you know which is always cool for like especially us growing up in the 90s this was the this was our tunnel rat you know uh we couldn't get tunnel rat otherwise so at least i couldn't um, so at least we had his original machine gun, and then only later would I find out that that is the um, Snow Serpent's uh, uh, mortar launcher, and then that's Battle Armor Cobra Commander's uh, handgun that he comes with. So he's got a pretty cool like range of gear. I just still don't understand what this big plastic block is that he holds. It's um, a grenade launcher. Holding it. I think. Is it a grenade? <laughs> I don't know. It, it's. I'd like. It's to very. It's a very life belt gun. <laughs> you have to ask Knockdown what it is. But yeah, it absolutely oh, yeah, that's is. It screams yeah. 90s. And, yeah. that's a cool and choice, also, though. his, his yeah. equipment isn't like horrendously bright. I mean, okay, it's cool to have bright equipment, but like it still looks good. And everything he comes with looks good with him. Um, and then uh, the third member of the team, as I chose for tech support, um, I chose Special Missions Mainframe. Who is a very oh, different version of mainframe? Oof, is that I'm when he wants to infiltrate the core? <laughs> exactly, exactly. He's just Sorry. He's so bright and different. I was just like, but it works at least with, with the color schemes that I'm, you know, like with the rest of the team. I was like, I needed a tech guy, and I think he's the most appropriate. Thankfully, they did not recolor his his equipment to be bright red. <laughs> What what went through his mind that day? It's like, okay, I'm going to Brazil and I'm gonna wear my tan shirt, but I'm gonna <laughs> wear my red pants and I'm gonna accessorize with a red helmet and a red bandolier and a red holster. Oh, I'm ready for the carnivals. We're going to the carnivals. Yeah, I was right? gonna say he's got the the Mardi Gras vibes. <laughs> the carnival. That's where we're going, right? He's tan like... and black and red all over. Be <laughs> <Me> dream. <laughs> Samba de Janeiro. Samba de Janeiro. Isn't it de Janeiro? No, there's also that too. But I'm playing it up on purpose to be funny. I could have also said de Janeiro. 
But you're a funny Spanish guy. Tacos. Very nice. Samba de Janeiro. Tacos. <laughs> <laughs> These are and completely different references. <laughs> uh, there was the fourth member of my team. Um, it, it kind of just, uh, if you thought this guy is red, um, you will definitely enjoy the red of Eco Warriors Barbecue. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> as i progressively went nice. along like each character just became more and more red and like the theme of the at least the look of the team became more and more obvious like flint just Why barely angry, has a, like a bit of a red rougey look on him um so i've always enjoyed barbecue and i like this version of the the, the figure at least because i mean i have the payload of this and i think it's a it's a really decent sculpt and I, at least for me i think it works really well for barbecue and I love that he he just fully accepts that he is red and yellow. Like he has the, the yellow visor, he's in completely in red. And it's it's a cool figure from the 90s, once again. Um, you know, a, a cheaper figure that you can get, you know, if you want to build this team yourself. Because um, I, I imagine know, Flint is I've, probably going to be quite expensive because he's a I've been trying force. to find... I, I think you could probably get a Tiger Force Flint cheaper than you can get an Eco Warriors barbecue. Reason being that... The second series of Eco Warrior figures, I think, were produced in shorter numbers and for a shorter production run. Um, mm. And to, to find this guy, particularly with his visor intact, because a lot of people seem to have pried that visor off. Well, even the pictures it. on Yo Joe, which is where I got most of my pictures, um, the, I think the main picture has him without the visor on. So I think, yeah, that's obviously a, wow. a thing that happened quite a lot was the visors got sort of, sort of taken off. On I mean, I've never had a version of this. But... Yeah, he. It seems firm enough. Maybe the adhesive mm -hmm. was weaker on the Eco Warriors one, or maybe because it was used around water, might have had an effect. I don't know. I just. Mm. I have had this figure in my crosshairs for a little while, and just can't come right. Dude, I gotta that... say, man, that face. <laughs> Sorry, just looking at that face <laughs> in that glass bubble is like alpha. I need five teenagers with attitude. Okay. That's what he did. Jeez. Take me back, Paul. I might know Joe, but you seem to have like this wide net of nostalgia crap. All right, Rob, you owe us one more figure. And the fifth and final member of my team who I would consider to be the wild card. Because every team kind of needs like a Snake Eyes type character who's kind of like uh, the loner or the, or the guy who kind of like you, you send off to do his own thing while everyone else kind of works together and he kind of like wins the day or saves the day in the end. Ooh, and who's I that thought, in us? Who's, who's that in us? Oh, in G.I. Joburg. Hmm. Huh. Kujo. <laughs> Kujo, yeah, I think it's probably Kujo, yeah. yeah. It's totally the wild Silent God. and violent. And when he brings the words, he brings the words. Um, he goes off, does his own thing. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. So the fifth member of my team that rounds it out, um, completes the, the, the look as well as, uh, I suppose, the theme, um, is Slaughter's Marauder's Mercer. Who, <sighs> I mean, we've already heard he's added to someone else's five-person five sub-team team. Um, He's just a wild card, you know, because he's an ex ex Cobra. Um, he has a, a very unique set of skills, I think. You know, he knows Cobra better than anyone else. He's he's the best guy to go up against Cobra, and he will do the things that other people won't do, which I think often Snake Eyes is kind of does as well. You know, he kind of he does the stuff that people other people wouldn't be willing to do, and I think that that's what makes him interesting and makes him 
not clash, but contrast with the rest of the team. Nice. And I just, I, I very boringly just call them fire team <laughs> because they're all very much red, or at least variations of red across the entire team. Flint's probably the least red, but still, because he's from Tiger Force, I think it counts. <laughs> Who's your leader, dude? Flint. It's Flint. Flint's the leader, yeah. He's cool. in charge. And yeah, I think the personality is all very interesting. I mean, barbecue, if I remember correctly, is, is a party guy. Um, mm -hmm. Flint is obviously very straight, you know, straight down the middle. Um, I think Tonorat would be an interesting guy to kind of like play against. Mainframe being older, you know, he's kind of a more wiser guy. People are going to approach him, but maybe he's, more, he's still more playful as well, being a like a, a crazy cool tech dude. And and yeah, and then there's the guy who kind of like sort of like clashes with everyone in the team. So he kind of feels left out, but he also feels he's he's doing things for the right reason, and that's why he is on the Joe team, despite like maybe everyone else kind of being against him or you know like not trusting him as much. He he knows he trusts himself enough for everyone else. Yeah, so I thought yeah, I thought there was a there was a pretty cool team I put together there. Nice. Wow, yeah, Hell yeah, dude. What Breaking is the action rock. feature? What is the what do they come with? Do they color change? Do they become yeah, more dude. red? <laughs> <laughs> well, except barbecue. He, he looks more normal when you <laughs> when you wait. <waiting. laughs> when he's like torching people, he's like, no, 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 I'm loving it. <laughs> <laughs> and also they're ready for most situations. I mean, you, the tech situations, they have a, a firefighter in there. Dis what's it called? Explosive ordnance disposal. EOD. EOD. Yeah. They're ready for a lot of situations. Um, so I thought they were a very rounded team. I don't know if they have a really a special feature though. I think they're just special because they're together. That's what makes them special. <laughs> Sounds like the lyrics to a song. We are special because we're together. And that's what <laughs> makes us special. <laughs> Friends forever together. Finally, see it now. We, we wear red. red. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right, you criminals. Dang. Paul, who's next? And uh, while you spin, uh, I've got a list from the Berg Force. Darren nice. Cobb says Tunnel Rat, Night Force, Dusty from Tiger Force, Junkyard Mutt Slaughters Marauders, Red Star October God. Very good. I like that. Sneak it in there because of. Hey, I get to go again. And oh, it wasn't it cool? Wasn't it cool that my name wasn't red? Huh. Dun dun dun. It was, yeah. And that was been again. Good. Wait, it landed on you, Paul. No, it landed on no, me. No, it landed on Rob again. So I had to <laughs> remove him. Okay. Oh. Well, it landed on you, Paul. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the most cuttable uh, element of this podcast. <laughs> thank you for the list darren and he has a great callback to the fact that that version of barbecue called the bat v2's charred viper uh, i remember the issue well because it was my first issue of gi joe it was issue 130 where cobra once again attempts to invade the pit and uh, airtight and barbecue are the first line of defense barbecue's got a, a flamethrower attached to uh, a kind of a blast door and he uses this nozzle in the blast door to basically fire flame at advancing uh, uh, this is making me remember it yeah yeah airtight's like i don't recognize the vipers that are marching down the hallway 
And Barbecue's like, doesn't matter. <laughs> we can call it a charred viper. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to pull out the first member of my force. Um, so, wow. yeah, so I wasn't cool like you guys and picked the theme. Uh, I think my theme is mostly guys that blow stuff up well or really good. <laughs> uh, so the first one, um, because I'm on this Mega Marines kick, is a Mega Marines Mirage because I just think he's such a great toy. He's like definitely the best of the Mega Marines, um, seconded only by Gung Ho. Uh, he's such an incredible figure, and I really wish they'd like done more with this character, like taken him out of the sub team. And I feel like you know if you're gonna get like a five pack that's got that represents in my uh, in my eyes the best of the best from the sub teams, that I feel like Mirage has to be in there. And this is a Joe team, so. Yeah, he's just a really cool toy, yeah. And, they did um, take him out of uh, Mega Marines. He saw re-release into the 2000s. Same mold, different colors. Oh, right. oh okay. It's a well, really cool nicely molded figure. Yeah. I, I really cool. love these colors, though. Like, I have no problem with the <laughs> Mega Marines version. It's just, I just think he's just an interesting character. And he's just so badass. So, yeah, so we got Mirage. He's going to go and take out stuff. Then, um, big surprises, everybody. Mercer... <laughs> you know, because <laughs> Ooh, that's two for Mercer. My goodness, yeah. will he be on my list that... as well and make the hat trick? Whoa, stay Whoa. tuned to find out. Yeah, so I kind of dig. Uh, I mean, guys, I don't have to go into too much details to why I love Mercer. Mercer's just great. Uh, and he, I've just loved the toy. I think he's a really simple, fun G.I. Joe figure to play with. Minimal gear, of course, but I, I just feel like he would shine in a box set with you know, guys like Mirage and this cool guy, dun, 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 Night Force Tunnel Rat. <laughs> it seems Tunnel Rat is definitely a favorite. Tunnel Rat is a favorite. So uh, as I mentioned earlier, the only way we could get Tunnel Rat here locally was the Sonic Fighters. Uh, yeah, it was the Sonic Fighters version. And that was really, really cool. And I've always loved that uh, Tunnel Rat. And then later on, I would discover this version of him, the, the black-shirted one, um, actually through the modern era Joes, um, because they did him as a, as a two-pack with uh, somebody who I don't think was that important. I think it was Monkey Range, but it was just basically Outback recolored. Um, but I got that two-pack <laughs> just purely for this Tunnel Rat because he's such a great... It's, it's such a great color scheme. It's my favorite uh, Night Force figure. If I ever had to get anything from Night Force, it would be this Tunnel Rat. And he's just a great, you know, great character as well. You know, he also, he's an EOD, but he's also a big gun guy. Um, he's also a great solo operative. So, you know, fun. This is a fun pack. Like, if I got this for Christmas or something, I'd be like, oh, my word, I got, like, Tunnel Rat and Mercer and Mirage. What the hell? Um He's definitely and, one of the characters who I think generally have very good variants. Yes. Like, I think I his, his, you know, the Eco Force, I mean, not the Eco Force, the Sonic Fighters one is pretty good. The Knife Force one is good. His original version is pretty good. It's um, great. They really didn't yeah. get him wrong, I think, at all in the original G.I. Joe line. I suppose you couldn't, totally. you know, if you're basing him on Larry Harmer. <laughs> we can't yeah, mess this that, up, but, guys. But he's also just such a great toy. Um, mm. So, yeah. So. It has to happen, you know, like it's one of those figures that just has to happen. It's just so cool. I, I, I don't know. I just, there's no way Tunnel Rat couldn't be in this list. Then the next one is Storm Shadow Ninja Force. 
Uh, of course, there had to be a storm okay. <laughs> there had to be, but because we were picking out of the sub teams, and because I love Ninja Force, uh, grabbing a Storm Shadow from Ninja Force was a great one. And I also think that this is possibly the best Ninja Force figure um, in the whole of the Ninja Force line. I know that it's debatable. There's uh, Slice and Dice uh, are pretty good. Chibang is also a lot of fun. They they actually are very in my uh, in my humble. Uh, opinion i think the ninja force set is actually really great especially when you just get over the ninja force um features and this first wave of them was so cool but i think storm shadow is head and shoulders above most of them and color changing yeah, snake eyes wants a word with you <coughs> <laughs> color changing snake eyes can stay in the corner um sorry but that's a figure that just doesn't get love from me but yeah man so and I mean, I love Storm Shadow. This was my Storm Shadow for such a long time as a kid. I had to put it in the set. And then another great one. And this might surprise some folk, but <gasps> Sonic Fighter Zap. Whoa. <laughs> so Sonic Fighter Zap is such an interesting like toy for me because I'm not a big fan of the original Zap. I don't have anything like against it. I just think he's a very normal uh, like character. And not too long oh, once upon a time i got one of his weapons in a lot and i couldn't figure out whose weapon this was i was like this is such a crazy crazy gun it's that <laughs> sort of it's not pictured here uh, but it's this big gun that he has that's got like a removable nozzle on the front of the gun and i was like who is this and i went and i researched and i found out it was it was zap's gun which got me to really look at this guy again and i'm like he comes with really cool gear he's a fun figure he's uh what definitely one of the best in the sonic fighters uh, line and yeah, I feel like it. You know, you need like this dude to also help you blow stuff up. I just you know, and he's he's very army man looking. You know, that's one thing about him that's great. I mean, I could have also looked at Dodger and Dodger was close, and I was kind of thinking of B, uh, Battle Force uh, 2000 for Dodger, but then I was like, no, Zap's gonna win out. Weird, but he did. So well, thankfully, once again, the there. backpack is is a good one that you can actually use in play. You know, yes. it's not one that's actually going to be thrown away. It's it's a it's an autonomous thing that can just roll around with him. You're not like losing out on some of the things that you bought when you bought the figure. Yeah, it's, and it's, it's a like fun a, version. It's a great like diorama piece. Yeah, mm. so that's always that's always fun. It's uh, Road Pig's backpack is a lot like that too, except for it being really bright green. <laughs> and then um, what will happen is if you order this online, this okay. box set. You get this figure as an exclusive <laughs> <laughs> Tiger Force art pack. How could I not have a Tiger Force member in there? This is why this was so difficult for me because I really wanted to like get into the other sub teams because you guys all know that I love Tiger Force. So, um, so I purposely left him out, but he's my sixth member. He's my online exclusive. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> shun me, but that's that's it. And then I had like other ideas like. You know, I, I kind of wanted to make this, not kind of, but uh, I settled on making this like a, a set of toys that I really like and what would be the ultimate five pack. Like if I was a kid and my parents got me something cool or a friend went overseas and got me something cool, like that was G.I. Joe themed and they didn't have to think too hard about it. Like what is like the best like gift set you could give a Paul, you know, and that would be that would be it. So that was that was ultimately what I settled on. But I did play around with the idea of of like a reconnaissance force, you know, which was like night force sneak peek. And um, oh, wow. And I, I went through like a lot of 
really random characters to try and get like this like non-lethal kind of box set i think but then i think there's also there's a a night force lifeline if i'm not mistaken god i'm I like i feel like my brain's phasing out on me but uh but there was a tiger force lifeline so i was like tiger force lifeline yeah. night force <laughs> sneak peek and a few uh, like sort of along that line, I was like, no, 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 I'm not going to be silly on this one. Let me let me make my ultimate gift pack. Let's but... not be silly. <laughs> let's not be silly. So yeah, guys. So that's me. Um, so so let's, who's let's next? Get the wheel out. Uh, I just want to get the wheel out quickly. <laughs> <laughs> it I looks like it's Steven. <laughs> yes, my timing was right. We got confetti. <laughs> All right, cool. you criminals. Well, I decided to add an additional criterion to my list. Why? Uh, that being, I wanted to pick characters that had their debut in subteams. Interesting. Yeah. So there's a, a layer of uniqueness that these guys don't stand outside of their subteam appearance for the most part. I think some of them have second or third versions. But like the one that sticks in one's mind will always be their initial uh, appearance. And that was in the subteam versions. So without further ado, I'm going to kick the ball off with Bulletproof. Hmm. Now, this guy doesn't get much love from me and he really should because of the def members he's the most unique he is a brand new character he's got a great machine gun and great backpack he even has one of those hard to lose microphones which attached to a removable helmet so there's like some og style of love to this guy if you can just ignore the big honking light flashing <laughs> spring fire <laughs> missile launcher which you can you absolutely can just chuck that into a drawer and he still has very functional accessories great wonderful and yeah like i i, I would not be offended by having this figure in my collection i don't yet and came close to it on one occasion but you know it is still a bit of a lurid green but I'm prepared to overlook that because, you know, he'll shuffle his way into a 90s display, which does kind of get a little bit more exciting, shall we say. Backing him up, we've got the only other member of G.I. Joe on the team. One of my favorites from back hey. in the day, Skymate. I love Skymate. <laughs> he's just, like, he's a pre figure that I had early, early, early on in my Joe collecting. And lost everything. Because <laughs> why? Why do you attach your gear to you if you're flying through the air? It's just going to crack that little post off your chest. And, I mean, I, I don't need to tell you that the boomerang is the stuff of myth. Like, there are very few surviving boomerangs that aren't repros. But the fact that he has weapon storage makes him so appealing to me. Like the, that Achilles heel of the toy, of the toy's function, um, is what puts him on this list now. Because it's like, yes, this figure had some additional engineering to him, which kind of puts him on a on a bit of a pedestal. The fact that he came with a glider is is just that's just bonus, man. That's mm. that's just the cream on the top of the cake. Um, and I do love me a flying toy, but once again, you can take it or leave it because the figure itself is fantastic. Black pants, 
dark green shirt, the yellow, you could paint over it if it really offends you, but I think that's, that's acceptable. And in my playtime, he absolutely was like an Aussie Rambo running around with a bow and arrow. <laughs> like, that's just badass, man. It's a fantastic figure. I came very close to putting him on my team before I came up with the whole fire team concept. He does have that hot pink cap. That yeah, you see, that's why I was like, it's close, but it's not enough red. <laughs> I was like, mm, okay, I'll drop him. All right. Well, the rest of my team, if you can call it that, sub-team, because you had Cobras on sub-teams, you know, so oh, my fighters sure. was weighted two Cobras to, uh, I think, four Joes. Um, uh, the, the talking battle commanders uh, was, was one-to-one or two-to-two, but we got Interrogator, fantastic mm. figure. My goodness, man. The fact that he came with a battle copter also is just like, huh? It's unnecessary. The figure itself would have sold that pack. <laughs> he is just Crocodile. one of those. You don't late, need this. You're too cool. Late, late in the line gems, man. With that Boba Fett style helmet, the cool specialty. I mean, he's the Cobra that will make you talk. Because you know, mind benders up to all sorts of other shit. He's making battle mm. android troopers. He's he's making uh, Cobra leaders cloned from DNA of dead. Uh, historical figures like yeah, he's pretty he busy an improv yeah. group you know the guy who has to <laughs> heat up metal implements and use them in uncomfortable ways that's interrogators shtick and fantastic yeah, choice damn fine looking figure um my next cobra overkill hey ah. full of features and not even necessarily including the the push button to talk, which works in his case because he is a machine. Um, the picture, if you are watching the visual presentation, I'd like to credit the artist. He's on DeviantArt, and his handle is Ehud's Bloody Sword. I'll link you to his stuff in the description below, but very, very nice. He's got Overkill depicted using all of his, his gadgetry. In fact, he's even added one He's flipped down Overkill's hand, the removable one, to reveal the stump, which is also a gun in this guy's artwork. I oh, like that. It's great fun. It's very cool. Yeah. And that um, mind control device with the claw could attach to the backpack at that point, mm. which is just one of those fun features of weapon storage that, like, it's a, it's a carryover from the original bat. Like, you could put the hand there or you could put the attachment on there um, and use it as a sort of additional weapon. He could es essentially carry all his stuff, which is always going to get points from me. And, hey, once That's again, so backpack's removable. Guys, were you, like, a little bit older when you discovered that his chest plate could flip open? No, that was, like, the first thing we did. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we found that out pretty early. I, got I, I remember it like blowing my mind when a friend of mine showed me that feature. <laughs> and I was like, what? So it's not just a cool, like, recessed detail. You know, like, because Battle Android Troopers, they had the lenticular. So there's a precedent of having, a, like, a, a clear chest with some mm. mechanical detail underneath that you can't actually interact with. But with Overkill, you can. Oh, so good. 
I was an yeah, idiot no, child. Was... No, man. <laughs> it's like it is a really well done detail. It's 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 one of those things that doesn't. It's look not like super it's obvious, open, but... I think, as well. You know, it's it's really it's... well designed. And also, I had the benefit of David being like, and David is quite a bit older than me. So when when he bought this figure and he showed me that feature, like I mean, as we like uncarding it, he's like, check how cool this is. Had David not been there, maybe I wouldn't have found it either. So I don't think you're, you're too alone there, Steve. You would have um, missed out too. Yeah, I just had the big uh, the benefit of the, the sort of big brother approach of, you know, big bro showing you how this works. So cool. <laughs> Thanks, dude. <laughs> big bro. Yeah, no, it was definitely another big bro situation for me too. Um, I didn't own Overkill at the time. It was uh, my friend Lyle's figure and he showed me and I was like, what? the hell that's amazing <laughs> anyways my final a unique uh, character making his debut in a sub team and really just being a fantastic 10 out of 10 style figure even if his accessories are a bit pants it's cesspool uh, the best of a bad bunch nice. he's just head to toe such a cool figure great head sculpts the helmet ain't bad kind of screams mask to me like mobile assault, assault strike command, but uh, I love his like green, whatever you want to call it, aqua, that color. That's like a dark Very turquoise. Cool. I love it. Yeah, and the, the gold accents just making him look a bit more regal. The embossed cobra on the chest. Oof, that is just yeah. six class. I love that. Yeah. Love it. And As I say, the face, the, the accessories yeah. are a bit gimped. Um, the the water the water pistol is unique it's the only one of its kind like the joe one was standard and the cobra one wasn't reused so it's cesspools accessory and cesspools alone but that inflexible hose just kills it man he can never hold it right the chainsaw is a bit oversized and it's gold oh, my it's, goodness i love it <laughs> i love it though you love it yeah um, i love that the, chainsaw oh the helmet's good but my goodness is that like breathing apparatus on the front always missing i don't have uh -huh. a single version well i've only got one version my childhood version and that got lost early on in the game yep same <laughs> and no, there was, you have I it i was ladies quite gentlemen. delighted to get this figure my very cool so, man no some i things need I to be excused to like, for oh. just a minute because I forgot to take something out of the the freezer that needs to be defrosted for breakfast, which the family will be demanding in, I suppose, half an hour. So I need to quickly make a plan. But uh, talk amongst yourselves, guys. Hungry, Yay. hungry, hungry. Well, while we, well, Rob and I have the mic then quickly. Um, Hell yeah. Rob, what have you been watching, dude? Like, have you been watching or playing I, games or anything this... like that? This whole week, I have not been watching much. Uh, I actually, I don't, yeah, I think I haven't actually logged on to like Netflix for like a week and a half, weirdly enough. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I've just, I've just been spending a lot of time on YouTube watching, I suppose, just random stuff. Um, so often to get to sleep, I watch a lot of ASMR. Um, yes. And somehow that also recommends a lot of other similar stuff, which isn't necessarily oh, ASMR, yeah. but it was very relaxing to watch. And the thing that I've kind of gotten into watching, I mean, knowing absolutely nothing about them, is people when they um, repair watches, uh, mechanical watches. Oh, it's okay. absolutely fascinating to see how complex and complicated mechanical watches are. 
and kind of the process of cleaning them and putting them together and seeing how tiny these parts are, it's absolutely, it's amazing. Like if you, if you don't think about it, it's just like, oh, it's a watch, it tells time. Um, but like watches are absolutely incredible pieces of, of, of uh, technology that people came up with these concepts and made them so tiny and so small. Um, and there's such a large variety, but like, and people collect watches. I mean, I, that's something that I didn't realize. Yeah. I suppose it, it must be a thing. There's so many, of, of course, people will be able to collect them. But watches are like good mechanical watches, like super expensive. I, like, I leave for 60 seconds and you guys are talking about watches. Oh my I'm, goodness. We're talking we're, about, we're just... he asked me, what, you know, what was I watching and reading, buying this week? Oh, um, so I was saying, I haven't watched any Netflix, but I have somehow, because of me watching ASMR, uh, YouTube recommends a lot of other types of things which, which are kind of relaxing to watch. And I've hmm. gotten into watching um, watch mechanical watch repairs. And it's just, it's fascinating to, to watch them taking the watch apart, putting that back together, cleaning it. Um, and it's, it's, just, it's just interesting. It makes me want to get a watch, but like then you see how expensive these bloody watches are, especially at the really good ones. And it's like, I yeah. don't even know how a person can afford a hundred thousand Rand watch. It's an how? investment. You, you, you're buying it's a, it's, into a, a it's like a legacy, you know, it's a collectible, mm. it's a proper collectible thing. And people have collections. Uh, a friend of mine actually um, collects watches. I've never seen his entire collection, um, but I've seen a few of them that he's worn. And they're, and now knowing more about the mechanical watches may, makes me have a, more of an interest in, in his collection and kind of actually seeing more of it. Um, hopefully, you know, eventually when COVID stops being such a hectic thing, I'll, you know, I'll be able to check that out. But yeah, so that's what I've been watching. Lots of watch, watch, watch videos. <laughs> watching the watch vids, man. Watching the watches. Cool. Well, my brother used to make the point that uh, because everyone uses the tube in London, uh, in a rich man or poor man, the way you can tell a person's status is by their watch. Mm. Yeah, Omega, mm. Rolex, mm -hmm. yeah. Seiko, Grand Seiko, which is apparently <laughs> a very good watchmaker. Casio? Casio? <laughs> Hey. I, I got a Casio on right now, guys. Hey. And it is an investment. I bought it for about... 15 years ago and this watch watch will hopefully outlive me it's um, oh, sure. so it's solar powered that's absolutely hmm. insane i still can't yeah. believe that well, there's a lot of sun in queensland let me just say this yeah, this thing will <laughs> always have a full charge it'll never um, stop running <laughs> i know absolutely nothing about moon Knight. ah so i watched the first yeah, episode that started yeah it yeah. did and I still know absolutely nothing about Moon Knight. <laughs> That's kind of normal, though. No. I guess they were wanting to mystify everyone with this this first episode. But uh, I, I, I don't know, man. I, I think I've totally burnt out, not only on superhero at the cinema, but superhero on TV, too. It's a strange state of affairs because like, it used, used to be a huge cause for excitement. Like, this was like... Oh, guess what comes out this month? Amazing. Like mark the calendar, basically. Yeah. Now there's so much. I'm spent. It's it, it, I think a lot uh -huh. of people are there. There's a lot of burnout when it comes to like superhero movies. And once you push a genre so hard that it, there's something new coming out every couple of months, it is difficult to keep excitement going. Then I think it becomes oh. a thing of like specific ones 
exciting you. Like I was very excited to see Spider-Man. Uh, Batman to me was very good. I'm looking forward to Doctor Strange. Um, oh, I'm very excited for Doctor, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, so more so because I mean I like the character, but I, I I enjoyed Sam Raimi as a director as well, and I'm curious to see how yeah. he handles it. But I think especially on the the small screen, it's difficult to get one really excited about new characters. I think still the best television uh, superhero series was Daredevil, and he's barely a mm. superhero. You know, I mean he's yes he's blind, yeah. he can do cool shit. But like, uh, it's still the best one that they've done, and that was one of the first. It's 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 actually insane to think that they've tried so hard to bring out so much other stuff, at least to me, that it is not being as cool as Daredevil. That's but, kind of my benchmark Rob, too. Hang on, yeah. you say you're excited about Doctor Strange. I couldn't be colder on the, <laughs> the prospect of a Doctor Strange oh, wow, movie no. at this stage. I'm, like the thing I'm that's exciting so me most about Doctor Strange <laughs> is probably like what absolutely all the mouth breathers are excited about. And that's like, what cool cameos can we expect to see? <laughs> like that's what drives a Disney Marvel movie now. It's like, what other shit are they going to shoehorn in there to make you go, oh, no way. So-and-so is a secret reveal. Oh, wow. Which is What's going to link to the next movie? Like what are we going to watch next? Yeah, it's yeah, just... yeah. It's it's not really speaking great to the faith anyone has in the movie itself. Like, will I be entertained by this movie as a movie on its own? No, I'm going to be entertained by the way it connects to the larger mythology. Or mm. to perhaps, oh. I don't know, there was talk of maybe getting Tom Cruise to play Tony Stark or something. Like, just Yeah, some sort of alternate reality. I think, crazy I think there talk. will be tons of cameos. And because they've opened up the whole multiverse concept since Spider-Man. Yeah. But isn't that sad can do- that a movie is trading on these cameos? Like, gimmicks. take that away, yeah. and is there any substance left? Yeah, we're in interesting Well, I territory. can't say for... Yeah, well, for, I can't speak for Spider-Man because I haven't watched it yet, and I really do want to watch it because it How has Doctor you. Strange in it. I, ironically, I'm more excited for the new Spider-Man because of Doctor Strange being in it, <laughs> but I don't want to say... I don't want to talk about that more cause, uh, in case we get into weird spoiler territory. Um, I'm very excited for the new Doctor Strange film. Uh, Moon Knight has my interest peaked in a big way. I'm kind of sort of waiting for like maybe one or two episodes or like hopefully three episodes to come out first before I check it out. Because What's your I context Moon with Moon Knight? You dig him? What? I've, visually? Yeah, I've read. Yes. Yes. No, no, no. I've read some of the what books. Else? I, yeah. There was a great comic, uh, a great uh, Moon Knight run. Jeez, we're talking like early 2000s, like around 2008. That's by Warren Ellis. I think it was Warren Ellis. Yes, and Dave Finch. Yeah. Yes, um, absolutely. Yeah, and it was run. really great. I was like, damn, like, why aren't they, why isn't Marvel pushing this dude? And then there's the whole Marvel Knights thing, um, which is, uh, ex- is it Executioner, it's um, Moon Knight, and there's another one. I think it's uh, not, not Ghost Rider, the other one, Vengeance. And there's a whole bunch of them. Or Marvel's Sons. Uh, I can't even remember the name of that sub team now. It's like Sons or Night Sons or something like that. Anyway, <laughs> I like that because it's the whole darker side of Marvel. And as a kid, uh, I remember picking up a lot of uh, Ghost Rider comic books and like a lot of the comic books from like that, that weirder, very crazy, scratchy art style, slightly darker side of Marvel stuff that I used to enjoy. So. Moon Knight kind of fell into that and somebody recommended I read Moon Knight when I was working at the comic store and, and I was like, okay, cool. And then I got into it and I was like, he's a really cool character. And that's why I'm interested to see how they do him on screen because it looks like they're kind of getting it right from what I can see from the trailer. So, 
But and, they're, they're, yeah, they're so leavily, get... he, leavily healing. They're heavily leaning into that later interpretation of the character, where yes, he does have these kind of this multiple personality sort of thing going on. At least from the trailers, it looks like that le- lines up with with later interpretation interpretation of the character. So they are taking on like a, a more modern version of him. Um, but yeah, yeah, essentially, he's like once again he's like Marvel's Batman, but he dresses in white and he has like a supernatural element. Um, to yeah. him as well in the whole connection with like Egyptian mythology. What I like about Moon Knight is that he is at least not too much of a copy of something that DC's done because you know Marvel and DC yeah. keep doing that. But what I want to really speak about, and I don't want to waste too much more time on the segment, but yeah. um, I've been watching uh, Brave New World, which is Brave based New on World. Aldous Huxley's um, novel Brave of the same World. name, and it's a very okay. So the TV series, I think, is good live. enough. <laughs> it's really dystopian. So scary. Uh, well, it's... Is it dystopian? Yeah, it is kind of, well, but it's like a dystopian disguised as a utopia. Now, yeah, to yeah, the concept of Brave New World, yeah. I think, to the people who live in it, isn't dystopian. But, I mean, to people outside of it looking at you, like, interesting. These people really have almost no control over their lives. You know, from and it's very birth cool. onwards. Before birth. I mean, I, exactly that, dude. And I also enjoyed something that I feel was very heavily inspired by Brave New World was a very old movie called Logan's Run. has a, a, a bit Which of you're a, a fan a Brave of. New and World. It has been recommended to me before, but man, sci-fi, hey? It really turned a corner shortly after that film. <laughs> yeah. <The pace, laughs> it really did, that just... Film, that thing typifies what sci-fi in cinema was before star wars like star wars being the huge watershed moment where it's like wow you can actually have pace and excitement in science fiction science fiction (laughs) this is serious this is science this is like ooh, i'm going to push the button the computer is telling me something i'm I'm about bleep to push blop, the button. Bleep, bleep, the computer <laughs> is saying something else. Like, yeah, guess just get on with it, guys. Let's have a dogfight. But there was just, <laughs> please. Oh, there's just there is a charm to it that I, that I really enjoyed as well. Uh, that I really do still enjoy. And then also, I've been catching that Halo TV series. Um, okay, so I'm not going to go on record now and say that it is good. I I think the first episode I really enjoyed, and I was like, okay, cool. This is fun to watch. And it's good for what it is. Like, if you guys have played the game, um, the story for the game, the lore, is very interesting for Halo. I personally don't think the story is that well told in the games, but it was told well enough to be gripping and to to have you, like, clamoring for the next release because you're like, oh, what's going to happen? Um, the TV series is kind of going on its own tangent, its own thing. I, I feel like it's entertaining. I don't know if I would say it's really good, but I think it's entertaining enough. And it's nice to just have that to watch as opposed to whatever other crap is on Netflix right now and Amazon and whatever. It's just nice to have something that's just kind of familiar. It's like a cupcake. It's like, ooh, I like cupcakes. You know, Halo's my my TV cupcake at the moment. (laughs) So, yeah, I've been enjoying that. So, yeah, guys, I mean, that's that's what I've been watching. (laughs) Well, I got some new shit, boys. Boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Uh, some of it that arrived this week, I I can't actually unveil because it's uh, destined for other members of GI Joeberg. So I wanted Whoa. to be surprised, but uh, 
I do have a complete swamp fire now. Thanks mm. to Gary V. Yeah, he sent me some parts. Um, I completed the shell that I got from uh, Alan Grant, uh, Australian buddy of mine. Uh, I think two years ago now, start of COVID, he sent me some 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 offcuts, some things that he he didn't need, um, very kindly. Uh, and I've 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 made it my mission to kind of refurbish and and get them back into into good good working order. And so this uh, swamp fire. Does anyone have a swamp fire here? Uh, I know I you do. don't, Rob. I Paul, do. You've got no. a swamp fire, okay, Yo, man. Like, does yours change color? Uh, very color. marginally. Mine doesn't. Hey, its features completely like not functional anymore. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I. It's funny because I think the figures tended to retain that ability, whereas maybe mm. the vehicles not so much. Oh, we obviously can't speak to the. The Dreadnought Air Assault and Dreadnought Ground Assaults, the Sears exclusives. Uh, but as far as the Swamp Fire is concerned, nah, haven't seen much color change on those those plastic parts. Yeah, man. Like, I just I left mine in the sun like for a good like thirty minutes, and I didn't see any change. And I kind of left it um, because you can do this with those figures, which or with those toys, which is so great. You could put half of it in in the sun and half of it in the shade, and the parts that's in the shade will won't change color, which is like such a great thing on Zartan as well, you know, uh, when you when you have little <laughs> because Zartan's little chest plate, uh, it prevents UV rays from going through, so his skin uh, stays the same color, you know. So like I love mm, that. So you can have tan yeah. lines. <laughs> yeah, it's so it's such a cute feature. It's like it's it's like purpose. I find it so built in there to go, hey kids. This, the color actually changes. Yeah, you can see the difference. Look at his little belly window. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Sorry, Steve. So yeah, you got a swamp fire. So what was missing on yours? Uh, like the propeller or... blades. The assembly onto oh, which the propeller blades snap onto. So I had blades, but I didn't have the hub. And I didn't have oh. the back portion. So what I had was effectively a boat. Uh, it had yes. the gun and had the pontoons. So I used it as such, but now it's a it's a mask vehicle. It can take off and become a, a helicopter, um, which is good, good fun. Uh, it doesn't float so well. Really? I find mine, mine doesn't. I, mine survived doesn't. some 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 rough waters, courtesy of little Elliot. Mm -hmm. But hmm. yeah, I haven't really put it in the water for extended periods. No, I take that back. I have. It floats. I guess it just differs copy to copy. Yeah. Mine just seems to take water on quite quickly and then just becomes a submarine. So, yeah. But well. uh, in part two of the Mauler Joe uh, mystery box, Ooh. got a, a delightful box, which I'm sure will be recognizable to all. Yay! It's the, the, uh, the vintage O-ring reproduction gi joe guys the snake eyes and storm shadow but if you look a little closer he's written something on the the baggie that he put it in it says mauler mm. joe factory rejects so already that's piqued my interest it's like did he doctor these somehow because i know joe he disassembles um the snake eyes and storm shadow and and talks about the various parts that are used and how it differs to the traditional uh, and the innovations that they've had to make with these new O-ring figures. Um, so I was wondering, maybe he's given me 
two figures that he's personally done some work to. So I'm like, mm, okay, this is this is interesting. Let's see what's inside. Uh, lo and behold, there's a note, and the note says, "Your mission: unpack your team, infiltrate the lawn, gather intel on lawnmower, <laughs> mingle with shady guests, survive the evening with the entire team." Now that starts like getting the cogs in my brain turning. I'm like, what? Unpack your team, Uh-oh. sure, okay. Take the figures out. Infiltrate the lawn, like, wh- huh? Why? Intel on the lawn mower. Okay, so clearly, the lawn mower is the the <laughs> the enemy. We've got to mingle with shady guests. Like th- this, this started firing some some memories, shall we say, some tortured memories. And all was made abundantly clear when I took the contents out, and it was none other than. Carded <laughs> Stalker, nineteen eighty nine, and a carded Snake Eyes, also from oh the same year. Oh my god! Wow! Hey. Uh, <laughs> only like two amazing. of the best figures ever. That is so cool. Hey, that is beyond cool. <laughs> the note: If you're an eagle-eyed, eagle-eared, wolf-eared uh, listener, or just have the memory of an elephant. I've sometimes rattled on about the fact that I had these two figures as a child and they they both had unfortunate fates. Stalker got definitely chewed up by my dad's lawnmower. I had the fragments to prove it, <laughs> which he sheepishly kind of surrendered to me. Like, oh, you know, that lawnmower makes a lot of smoke, makes a lot of noise. It was an old petrol guy and I don't blame him. There's no ways shame, Stalker could have jumped out and said, hey, wait. <laughs> I'm standing here. Um, yeah, so I have uh, bits and pieces of that stalker. Uh, yeah, it was grisly. Still have his kayak and most of the accessories, but the stalker himself, yeah, he he was not long for this world. And Snake Eyes, I've often labored under the belief that he probably was a victim of an unscrupulous child because you know how it goes, yeah. guys. You barely know someone and you're already inviting them around for lunch or for so yeah. sleepover. So, yeah, too easy. Very yeah. popular figure into the back pocket. My snake eyes like that was eviscerated by such a friend. By such oh, a, no. a friend. Shady guys. Yeah. We were playing he with G.I. The... Joe's and then he just pulled it apart. And I'm like, you oh, <clears throat> bastard. And I mean, you know, as a kid, kids, I tried hey? my best to keep the parts. Yeah. Well, Some we, kids. we I'm sh- the, the fact that we are we sort of retained this hobby speaks to the fact that we were all about preservation even back then. Whereas, you yeah. know, a lot of children, and it's not a slight on them, they really just got the mileage out of their figures. It's like they played them until they were dust, and then they got <laughs> new toys. We weren't those guys. But yeah, guys, wow. what an incredible gift! Thank you, Joe. Uh, these two figures mean wow. a hell of a lot to me, and. I'm going to defy his orders and not uncard them um, <sighs> so that that mission will never be undertaken. But it's just, it's just so special to have carded figures to treasure, to kind of mm. pour over those details and just enjoy that original presentation again because it's such a rare, rare thing to have. I'm, I'm not a carded mm. collector. I'm not swimming in these things. But I often find myself taking these figures down and just holding them for a while just admiring the Mm. way the accessories were packed into the bubble because 
I have very little recollection of that. Sure, you can all look up images of Carter figures online, but like the way that the accessories were placed in the bubble, that's that was the, the quickest thing to, to kind of leave your mind as you tore that that sucker loose and freed him. Everything went clattering onto the carpet. Anyways, once again, thanks, Joe. Two of the best, as you say, Paul. Brilliant, brilliant, oh, brilliant. Definitely. I mean, I, I think in your video, that is like, that Snake Eyes is like, a, uh, 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 holds a very high position in one of your ultimate t uh, top 10 figure videos. I don't want to spoil it here, obviously. So. <laughs> spoil a video that's probably four years it. old. <laughs> hey, you know, there are people that still haven't watched it, you know, like, you know, just trying to just trying to be cool to those people, you know. <laughs> but speaking of uh, YouTube content, uh, right about the time this podcast comes out, I will have released a, a delightfully indulgent video. Since I have my parents to hand and I have some pictures of me actually back in the day holding these two carded figures, um, I showed Ooh. my parents those pictures and tried to drum up some memories in them, perhaps, which, I mean... It, it might have been a very profound moment for me, but for them, it was just like, it was a Tuesday or it was whenever Christmas Day was. So they, they didn't have too much nostalgia to share, but just lovely to have them on camera. They played ball very nicely, played the game. And uh, yeah, so if you want to meet my folks, uh, check out the YouTube channel. Uh, a special mission from Joe Mauler Works. Yes, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'll see... Ken and Daphne, hey, delight. I'm so glad you got like cool toys <laughs> this week. <laughs> Obu, no new shit for Paul. Uh, oh, it's going to be a no. short podcast, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, guys. See no, you next no. time. Two forty-six. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> two forty-five. You silly thing. Um, no, man, it's it's cool. I'm actually, I'm 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 good. I like I said in the beginning of this podcast, uh, I really got to enjoy some of the the toys that I'd recently picked up because you know things get busy and you know I get to open them and look at them and pose them a little bit and then I don't really get a chance to play with them. And this week I've had like some time to like sit around and actually do some cool poses and really get into those toys. And I'm going to the park tomorrow, which is exciting. So <laughs> yeah, so I'm uh, yeah because we wanted to go last week and then just. Too many things happen, so we're going to the park tomorrow. <laughs> Celia and I are going to the park, and um, will there I'm be some my... Instagram pictures for GI Joe Paul? There will be, and then I'm hoping. Uh, yeah, I don't want to say too much. I just want to go there and have fun, and I've got my camera with me, so let's see what what happens. So, yeah, hmm. <laughs> yeah, because there's some, there's one, um, there's one or two toys that I have received that I haven't mentioned on the show, just because I thought it'd be nice to just put them in a video as a kind of video only thing so and i'm really loving steven's review style which i want to like which i'm copying <laughs> for for what i want to do because it's just easier that way <laughs> zero effort review it's... yeah but it's cool <laughs> like you know it's, yeah it's a fun way of doing it you know good want... good rob it's time buddy oh my goodness it's time it's time for post box to the rob <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Every week, Rob will check out the comments thread of the previous week's podcast and select his favorite response. Yeah. So please note that anything you say or do on a G.I. Joburg YouTube comments thread could be read out in a future episode. 
but it's fun for i think that little bit of engagement maybe it's a cool prize to people who send us uh, uh, nice responses um and also great to just have have us all kind of respond to to one comment what well, fun people are always so nice i mean i'm, I'm glad uh, gaz uh, we did very good i'm glad you commented um we did an amazing job last week and it seems a lot of people really enjoyed the concept, Paul. Um, one, uh, sure. Mark and Lewin was like, this is by far the funnest episode you guys did. Um, oh, and you. lots of people were even, it seemed like, asking more questions. Like, like does the environment, can can that adjust? Um, uh, yeah, you, you know, I, I actually stats responded to that like one. That. Yeah. I think that's fantastic. Uh, but I thought the funniest one was uh, from Bomo or Baumo. Uh, he said, I feel like I just watched the most complicated version of rock, paper, scissors in my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> wait Hell this is yes. gi joe it should be called roadblock parachutes and snake eyes yo joe yeah <laughs> excellent yeah well maybe we'll so, steal it, that it name so well i think those the those fits so 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 well but once again i mean so that was my favorite comment but once again i, I can't stop mentioning alpex to you because he just every time his, his comments are always so lovely um so this time he said, "Congratulations, guys! You're the go you're, you guys are the ones inspired me to create my own YouTube channel, um, which I hope everyone will check out." Um, that's me saying that. That's not him saying that. <laughs> um, and he co continues to say, "When I first heard about you guys, I thought, what do these British punks know about GI Joe? Well, it turns out you guys know it all. I was wrong about a lot of things, especially thinking you were British. But then I am uh -huh. from Tennessee. I've learned so much about GI Joe and grown as a fan and owe it all to GI Joe Burke." I've always been a big Jojo fan. You guys helped me see that it's okay to let other people know that it's okay. For years, I thought I was the only adult in the world who still plays with action figures. Thank you for opening a new world to me. Truly, thank you. And yeah, that's those are the cool. I mean, it's so cool that we help people to realize it's they're, they're toys. You know, you can collect them, you can have fun with them, you can play with them, and uh, I think that always, for me at least, be the most touching thing is that people just. We've inspired people to just play with them, play with the toys. And I, th I think that's awesome. Yeah. This is a hobby about toys. It's not like watches. What do you do with your freaking watch collection? I don't you admire you them do? lovingly. Maybe wait for a special Lick occasion where you can actually <laughs> wear your limited edition well, Rolex. Well, you, you, you watch them, you look at them, but also with, with all, well, this is... Well, to ruin your point, but older mechanical watches are actually very inaccurate. They lose s seconds a day, um, actually. Mm. So you have to very often um, wind them. Oh. So you, you get them power back into the, into what powers the, the watch itself. And Ooh, you have to reset them very often. But yeah, it, it still stands. You're it's not, not going like to have... Going into the garden with a tank, exactly. a jeep, and a helicopter, <laughs> and having... A good old little war it is still just... not as fun as playing with gi joes it's true you, yeah. you're not going to go like "Ooh, where am i going to wind this watch today Ooh, <laughs> go while I'm doing, you know having making breakfast <laughs> i hear that and i'm just like watch collectors but you guys enjoy your watches yeah. the way you want <laughs> no totally but i mean i hear stuff like that i'm like oh god more admin in my life that i don't need <laughs> gi joes are much more fun you just just grab a couple you go somewhere you do something with them you find more online that you want um and you you know you, you you take toys from people who may don't want them anymore and you give them good homes and that's fantastic why not you go in there like the spca and you're like these toys need a better home slap some people up <laughs> <Grab this stuff>. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, dude. Yeah. Get man. them out of their plastic prisons. <laughs> it was just so cool this week. Like, I was just sitting on the couch because it was just, I mean, I wasn't, I haven't been feeling that, that well. And this past week, I've been feeling better and it's been good. But I've just also just, just been like annoyed with like just still having a little bit of a sore throat kind of vibe. And ah, finally getting over your, no, your no, pneumonia. No, no. <laughs> and it was so cool to just... <laughs> No, no, it's not Rona, man. God, no, and I'm not in denial. It's, it's really not still not. not it, it really isn't. I'm pretty sure like, I self-diagnosed myself. It was the, the scratchy throat. <laughs> no. It was the I'm nose thing, there. guys. <laughs> no. Anyway. Whatever, it was just so cool to like sit on my couch and then I just had like snake eyes and storm shadow and I was like running them up and down the couch and having a battle and annoying the cat and then the cat was all like and then they attacked the cat, but not really. I mean, it's not like I'm beating my cat with my toys, but they like to attack the cat and then the cat got annoyed and then and then I chased after the cat with my toys and it was it was fun. Good times. Um yeah. Hey man, little teeth marks on your action figures might be an annoyance now, but like when that cat is long gone, deceased, you'll look at those teeth marks with such nostalgia. Oh. And be like, that bastard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, I know, I know. Spit on your yeah. grave. Yeah, no, it's it's very, very touching. Like I've got some Transformers that have like chewed up feet. And I remember, oh, that was Jenny. Jenny, any dots? You little scumbag. <laughs> I miss Jenny. Uh, guys, on the way out, yes, Zazel Phoenix has released another episode of the Slaughter Wrestling Championship. Oh, and fantastic. it's epic. Check it out. The link will be in the description. Kano the Warlord versus yes. British Bulldog. Hey, have you seen it, Paul? I haven't. I just saw the the thumbnail now. Actually, before I came to jump onto the show, because I was on YouTube. Well, before I, waste no like, time, my boys. Watch, watch it, like it, subscribe it. It's wonderful. Uh, Zazel does a bloody good job, and he really has been firmly running that that relay. That he's holding that baton. He's he's lifting the the flame high for play motion because it's it's so good. You know, mm. it's it's play motion and it's kind of martial arts combat. It's wrestling it's he has to innovate in order to 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 make it work so yeah there's stuff that he's doing that i just never conceived of um and that's just on a technical level like most of that should go over everyone's head and that's great but the storytelling is good and something that mm. has is as particularly just mushroomed in this episode is like the voice cast he has got such a varied number of people tendering voices i typically like get i don't know maybe two uh, too afraid to to keep asking people to like tender a voice for an action figure. Um, he has no such qualms. I think he only voices two of the figures, and everyone else in that cast is a pal, an associate, someone online that he's asked, and it works, man. It's very varied. It's a great uh, oral presentation, audio sensation to go with the, the superb visuals. So highest praise from this guy check out sergeant slaughter's slaughterhouse you can't miss it nice cool nice and, and that's our show figures I think. Hot. well it kind of it is kind of our show but there's one thing i suppose you know people should also just check out if they've got a chance um, why don't you guys check out our patreon and you can join <gasps> these fine human beings on our patreon honor roll um, these gosh. are of course our bug force or this is our bug force 
and they lovingly support us and we are very thankful for that so thank you very much guys and yeah i hope it's because we're we're, we're a great channel but if you guys want to support us uh maybe you want to do something more than a like and a subscribe um then yeah you can check out our patreon for three dollars um you know or more if you want to and yeah <laughs> that's all uh, all i want to say about that because everybody knows what a patreon is so five of the best guys tell us your teams who do you think is the best of the best and tell us who do you think wins it's me i know it is but you know you yeah. can make these other guys feel better about themselves and their rubbish teams they came up with <laughs> <laughs> oh rob <laughs> oh rob yes <laughs> if you join the bird force you also get to come to the after party which uh, i'll be dipping in and out of momentarily um while trying to make breakfast <laughs> My life, Ooh. guys, it's Make chaos, it. but I wouldn't bring have whole any family. Other way. Bring your whole family to the after party. Come on. Yeah, I could do that. You could uh, do also, that. if you'd like to get hold of the show, we have an email. Uh, if, if you'd like to send us some some lengthy um, uh, words, feel free to drop it at realsouthafricanhero at gmail.com. You could also get hold of us anywhere we're social, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook group. Just drop into the, the DMs and you'll probably get me. But uh, if it's if it's worthy, I'll bring it to these gentlemen's attention in a show, and we can discuss it on air. Hell yeah, hell yeah! But we'll check you next week, Joe Burgers. Thanks for joining us. Two forty six is right around the corner. Let's do it. Two forty five, awesome five packs of awesome. He's, he's still shopping a different title there, Paulie. I'm trying, man. I'm like, you know, because you were like five of the best is not strong enough. But That's I'm like, not yeah, so no, good. It should have been it's six really of the, the best, best title. But uh, <laughs> you know. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Let it eat. Cheers, cheers. Boink. Boink. It never works. It never works. Yum 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 yum. <laughs> Oh, did you see they did body massage roadblock in Super 7? Body massage. Yeah. Oof, and, we can and finally Mutt make that with... animated program. <laughs> Mutt with a random dog. I'm a computer. Body <laughs> 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 massage. Amazing. I totally thought that was These amazing tools. toys that I will never own. Uh... <laughs> it's more for everyone else. True, 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 true.